I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they could teach you. You already know everything they could say. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. Hello and welcome back to Vagina Talks. I'm your host. They call me Sophia Wise One. It's true, people do that. Um, welcome back to the show. So glad to have you today. I am just want to take a moment and just bless you wherever you are. Be blessed, my friend. Be blessed wherever you are. Today we are going to talk about pelvic floor work. We're going to talk about womb wisdom. We're going to talk about genitals and we're going to talk about how we can um, touch those places externally and internally in our bodies to help bring balance and restoration into our life. Yeah, shall we? Okay. I've had a bunch of people reaching out to me recently in the past kind of chunk of time wanting to know more and, you know, this pelvic floor work piece. And I'm just so thrilled. First of all, I just want to say collective consciousness, great job on mainstreaming in a huge way. We've got farther to go, but like, oh my God. Gosh, I am proud of us, y'all. Like, it is good news. The number of people are like, oh, yeah, pelvic floor work. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. It's glor- it is glorious. I celebrate it. It was not the case a decade ago when I cried on Facebook and on YouTube saying, like, I do this thing and I don't know how to tell the world because people don't understand. So, We've come a long way, and I've come a long way in my understanding and understanding my part in that work. So the first thing I want to say is, oh my gosh, thank you, everybody and everyone, and as messy and as wild and as good as everything is right now, there's so much ripeness, and there's so much beauty, and there's so much possibility that is happening because of the amount of embodiment and reclamation, the reclaiming of our bodies and our lives and our life force that is happening and has been happening. So I celebrate that. Okay, I just want to kind of get into some some stuff. I want to talk to you today about how to touch and hold your own body so that you can move out any energy that uh, doesn't need to be there anymore. Maybe it was yours to begin with. Maybe it was never yours. Maybe it was uh, energy from uh, family dynamics. Maybe it was shame around conditioning around your, your body or your sex organs. Maybe it was abuse. Maybe it was your own, I don't know, I just kind of say like your karma, your dharma, your like your own um, kind of as much as you try, like it's it's hard to, to be here, right? Like just part of your incarnated path of like trying to get on this planet, knowing how to touch and hold your root in a way that supports what you are, 
knowing how to touch yourself so you can support what you are. That is what I just said to you. And I, and I meant it. Okay. So I want to start with talking about touching your root, you know, your root zone externally, because what I've learned is that although internal work is phenomenal and transformational, transformational, it's amazing. And, um, and like, oh my gosh, what the bodies have taught me is that when they open to receive the care, it's completely different than when we go in to give the care. Let's go in and give the care. And so I want to talk about how we start way on the outside and then work our way in through opening. And so the first thing I want to acknowledge is that there will be some levels in the journey that don't feel like a wide open embrace blossoming opening that sometimes an opening feels like just a tiny little crack in a shell that says okay yeah that would be helpful please do that that would be really helpful that would be really really helpful sometimes an opening is like Ta-da, here is the door, come to me. It's just like gentle summoning. It can also be like a siren call that's like, this is the thing. I don't know why that was a siren call, but so like, so it can feel, the opening can feel like many different things. So I don't want you to think that when I talk about like needing an opening that you need a particular, that you need a particular kind of opening. I'm just saying that like, I have learned to follow the openings instead of like making openings. And the really important part of this concept is that trusting an opening will come, right, is like really a big deal. And, you know, I think about the first time, I think it was when I was like living in Durham and like, I don't know, 2007, I'd moved there by myself and I didn't know anybody and I like Googled random words and Durham popped up and I went there and within a week I had like met these like really dear friend soulmates who I still got when I like, you know, record from Durham. It's those people that I met in that first week there. It was, I was called there and I had this apartment by myself and I was finishing my uh, senior project through Goddard College and I was making a one woman show. And I had, so I was like in the studio space a lot where I was like, I was like in the studio space, just like, okay, creative process, let's do a thing, you know? And I had this one day where I was sitting there and I was mentally, my mental health at that time was incredibly challenging, like incredibly challenging. I was in excruciating spiritual and emotional pain. And often physical pain, actually. Not excruciating physical pain, like low-grade disruptive pain. But um, I had this morning, I was practicing, and I had this moment where I was sitting on the floor practicing, like meditating, and I had this thought, and I thought was like, I'm never going to get up. I'll never want to get up. Like, I have to make myself get up right now or else I will never want to get up. And I had this moment an insight. And I thought, I, I don't, I don't think that's true. And I'm curious, 
I got really curious and I was like, I wonder if I just sit here, what will happen? What if I don't make myself get up right now? And I sat there and I can't tell you for how long because I don't remember. I probably didn't have a clock. I sat there. And then I got up and went to the kitchen and made myself lunch and came back to the studio. And it was a transformative day because I watched myself reach a point where I got up. I wanted to get up. I just got up. Getting up was impossible until it wasn't. And I built a layer of trust in my being that day that I didn't have before. So that's the kind of trust I want you to have when we're talking about working with your root, which is the feeling of like, it will never open, is a feeling that happens sometimes for people. Um, or it's like, it will never repair. Sometimes people's roots feel more blown out than closed, where it's just like, I can't find it. <laughs> it's like, there's no energetic, like there's nothing to connect to, you know, it's like this image of like, like fog, like just like waving your arms through fog and just being like, there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's, there's no like yum, generative, warm glow, you know, it's just this like, just this haze. Really common, really common because we are collectively healing our root. We're connectively heal collectively healing our connection to the earth and each other and our desire and our belonging and our safety. That's what we're doing. So a lot of us have, many of us, when we get in there, we'll actually find layers. Like some places are closed. Other places are hazed out. Other places are like pristine and crystal clear because like we've never been there before. <laughs> and other parts are like, I don't know, demented. I'll say demented, like twisted. The blessings on all of those landscapes, all of them, construction sites, abandoned spaces. So I have a video series that I'll put a link in for those of you who want to do it where I'm showing a couple different physical practices that are all external of like how do you do external things. And I have another series on how to do internal work. I'll put those links in there as videos and you know I'm, I'm showing you kind of sitting on the floor and rocking your hips and doing all those things. And, and then in the other video series about doing the internal work, I'm you know, showing you with my hands like you know you're going to press here and you're going to do here and how to do pelvic mapping and all of that. So those resources are there and I encourage you to go, like kind of go on that journey. What I want to talk about with you today is some of the, um, some of the enriching, like some, some of the riches that I've learned over the years around this. And, and a big piece of what I just talked about is kind of the biggest thing. What I want to talk about, and that, you know, even if you don't do those other videos, you know, the, the thing that you can take from this episode right now, today, is that you can have a process of invitation from your own body. Hmm. It gets really kind of tender when I, when I, when I feel into that right now, because I feel how sometimes we request a need in, in quiet, subtle ways. And that if we're perceptive 
to ourselves or to other people, we can see a need even without someone saying like, this is the thing that I need, right? And also sometimes we can just ask, what do you need? What can I do to help? I see. I see you. I want to know more. And so you're going to bring that curiosity to the root. I want you to, in your healing journey of connecting with your pelvic floor, I want you to give up the idea (laughs) that like the ideas or stories about who you are and what you are and what the problem is, I'm sure they have a place. Like I don't think you're off, right? But to make a space to listen to what's there. One of my favorite teachings is to pay attention to what is happening instead of what should be or could be happening. What is happening? And so I want you to bring that asking, that curiosity, that invitation to yourself. And so we can do this by just bringing our attention and we can do that in the mirror. We can look at our root or we can do that by looking looking down at our root, or we can do that by closing our eyes and going inside our body. And one of the things that you can do is you can find the place where you can feel yourself energetically um, or physically. You have an awareness of your heart, or you have awareness of your head. And then either visually inside your head, if you're a visual person, or physically tapping down your body from the place where you feel connected, or maybe you feel your knees. Maybe it's a pain point where you're like, I can really feel my knees. Take that awareness up from where you can feel it to the root. And so I'm going to invite you to do this with like light fingertip touches. So starting in the place where you can feel yourself. So right now I can kind of feel the back of my neck the most. So I'm going to kind of take my fingertips and I'm just going to lightly tap the back of my neck and then just kind of gently press. Oh, that's doing things to me. Gently press down my chest. I can feel some different emotions in my body as I do that, as I bring my, just these gentle presses. And so I'm feeling my awareness now in my, and bringing my fingertips to my hips, into my buttocks, into my hips. I just said that to my, you know, like the different parts of my hips, the front, the back, the sides. Okay. And so bringing, bringing those, those things. Now, sometimes repeated light touch can be the thing that brings the attention there. Sometimes a low by low, I just mean, like, I don't know, low, low, a slow, sometimes a slow, steady touch can do it. But when we're really having a hard time connecting, sometimes a, a repeated touch is more helpful because it's, it's stimulating a kind of attention. And I want to invite you to move towards the perineum. And that's the space between the genitals, the vulva or the, uh, or the testicles and the, the penis, like you know, end the rectum and like just kind of reach for that touch in that space as well. So like gently doing that touch across the genitals, across the perineum, across the the butt crevice and like into the, you do this above the clothes. You're just kind of having this thing. And for some people, that's the whole practice. (laughs) You can do that for three weeks before you do anything else, just breathing. And I want to encourage you to allow repetition and a kind of normalcy of like, I 
touch my root and I listen, I pay attention. How does that feel? You know, maybe you get a little hazy, maybe you get distracted, maybe you feel really good, maybe you get turned on, maybe you really relax, maybe like your whole, (laughs) that's kind of what happened to me as I did this right now. Like it was like my chest just kind of like came down. It's like, I can feel my heart a little bit and there's like a, a levity in my heart and there's a heaviness. I just feel that. And that's, that's what I'm feeling as I'm, as I'm kind of pressing down and pressing into that space. Okay. And so that's the, the, the practice. That's like the initial practice I want to offer you is this place of just touching and feeling and then getting noticing as you're going. So maybe get still and notice because sometimes it can be a lot to like stimulate and you know, you're like, activating and then being like what's happening but you know the meditative practices is to is well, there's a lot of meditative practices but the one I'm offering you right now is to kind of create some sensation and bring awareness to the sensation that's happening so not only the sensation in your root but what's happening in your rest of your body in your mind in your landscape okay the other thing that I want to offer you to do with this work is using your breath as a clearing tool So when you put your hands on your root, I'm just breathing and being here. You can let your breath do what it does biochemically. You don't even have to get in a whole energetic realm, but I'm going to invite you to do both, which is the blood carries, picks up all the debris, brings it to the lungs, and the lungs exhale it. They send it out. And so you're going to let the breath, you're going to just feel that increased circulation, even on the most gentlest level, and then sending the breath there and exhaling and clearing, as well as inviting a clearing breath to come down your legs, out your feet, out your hands, letting that breath just come and clear and come and clear and come and clear and come and clear and come and clear. Come and clear and come and clear and come and clear. So that's like the external practice, these like steady hands or these repeated touches to help you get connected. And the steady hands too, I love a good groin hold, um, you know, of just putting your hands um, on your root and just taking five breaths, 10 breaths. These are the things that can truly open. And if you're having a hard time connecting um, like a sexually intimate turn on, this is a really wonderful thing for you to do, to just start doing every day. Five breaths, 10 breaths to just breathe and clear your root, breathe and clear your root. And, uh, or if you're having a lot of dissociation in general, if you're having a dissociation in general, this can help just like ground you. People talk about being grounded, being here being here, being here and clear. That's what being grounded is. It's like here and clear, clearly here. So you know, hold yourself here. And once you start to have that, and you might have that immediately, right? You're with me. You're like doing it. You're like, I did it. I feel clear. I feel connected, you know? And then there's this process of, of asking questions to your own body and to your own self and then listening for answers. And I want to remind you here that you can get answers more ways than I can tell you. Okay. You have all of your senses, smell, taste, touch, sight, hearing. 
clear like cognizance, unknowing, right? Um, sounds, talking itself can be a sense. And, um, and more and more and more and more and more. Visually, the visualizations in the mind of uh, like a sensual buzzing frequency that you either hear or feel or any other, you know, crossover between senses. And so when I say like ask a question, I don't necessarily mean like you have to ask a question and then you're going to get a word as an answer. Sometimes you get a word. You can listen. But I want you to listen and look and sense, be open to that information. This is this this is this just takes practice, right? So you're listening. You're listening to information. What do you need? What do you need? And then you can offer you can make offering. I want to support you. You know, would you like me to be closer? You can tell yourself and your body. This is really important, especially when we're recovering from any kind of abuse. It doesn't have to be sexual abuse. Any kind of abuse is inform before the action takes place and make the offer and let there be a yes. So if you're holding yourself, you're holding your root and say, I would love to have even more explicit, direct contact listening to you you know, being with myself. So, you know, I want to put a hand inside either the rectum or in the vaginal canal, or I want to hold the skin, either the labia or the the testicles. Like I want to hold that in a way that helps bring energy, helps bring uh, blood, helps bring sense into this territory. So I want you to say like this is what I'm this is what I'm imagining this is what I'm being guided to do. You know, I always tell people you can always just tell your body I told you to. You can always tell your ancestors and your guides like Sophia said to just talk to you, so I'm just like doing it and uh you know, like just be real. You know, just being like, "Hey, I watched I listened to this podcast, I watched this video, I like <laughs> did this thing and and uh and I was, you know, and you're just talking like you're just talking to yourself. And sometimes when we talk to ourselves, they feel like really different pieces of ourselves. And sometimes when we talk to ourselves, we can feel really unified and like we're just talking to ourselves. And in either situation and any variation of combination between or something completely different, I invite you to just to just do it. Do it as a practice. If it doesn't work for you, then you can um, find other ways to to navigate this, but my invitation is, is to have this, this process. Most of us are having some sort of conversation with ourselves anyway in our heads. And so doing it out loud or doing it, in, I really recommend doing it out loud, but doing it in your head and, and consciously doing it instead of just autopilot conversation in your head. So consciously doing it saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to like press the vulva. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to press. I'm going to squeeze the testicles. I'm going to squeeze the shaft. I'm going to press on the perineum. And when I feel like you've relaxed and opened, I'm going to press deeper. And so you can press through the perineum into the pelvic floor. People who have testicles and penises, you can get a lot of access into that. If you're soft and open, there's a lot of territory that the finger, you know, the fingers can go quite high up into the into the pelvis there um, or you can go in the rectum um, and it will take you into the, the the musculature you just want to be careful in the rectum the tissue is very soft and so um, and some people's tissue is like particularly sensitive so you want to make sure that it's um, that you have a lubrication of some sort and that you are mindful of like nails or sharp aspects because you just want to be 
gentle. Um, and you want to be, it when you go, and so I'll talk about this, going internally, you want the touch to be about creating connection. This is really important. Now, other people, other pelvic floor specialists, other people might give you different assignments. This is not contrary to most of them. It might be contrary to some of them, but I'll leave that to you. But in principle, there's many different ways to touch the body and ask for a response, okay? And I'm not talking about any of those other people and their practices right now. I'm talking about the practice I'm offering you right now is about using your physical touch to help bring connection. It's what I recall soul unification, uniting the self with self, bringing that connection with self to self, bringing your consciousness into the tissues, bringing the the consciousness in the tissues, the awareness or the knowledge or the wisdom in the tissues into the consciousness, or bringing the soul pieces, fragmented soul aspects into the tissues. So the tissues may be disconnected from the sentience. We're bringing it in. The tissues may be holding sentience. And so we're releasing it. Okay, so that's the point of the touch. And so when we go inside, we're not necessarily looking to go find the like the muscle trigger point um, spot. We're not necessarily like that's not that kind of pelvic floor work from me right now with you. That's not particularly what I'm talking about. Now, if you find muscle tension, if you find nodules of tension, be with that circular motion, you know, with varying degrees of pressure is often going to help that really sending your breath there. But mostly what I'm looking for is, is an invitation for you to make contact and again, have that conversation with yourself. Have that conversation with your own body and listen for that sensory information that you get back. And that's going to begin to bring more and more presence there. So clearing. Clearing, 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 clearing. That's like the big, that's like if you're listening to this right now, there's a really good chance the the main thing that you need to do is clear. Even if you have a strong connection, this is a reminder of, you know, I had a really powerful experience two weeks ago. I don't know what time is. I don't know when it happened, but recently, very recently. And um, I, oh my God, for the first time in, I don't even know how long, months It feels like years, but it was definitely since before the portal. Um, But, you know, yeah, it was a a long time that I had kind of made it back to what I refer to as like my, my temple or my temple garden, my womb, my womb temple space. And uh, it's just been hard for me to, to touch, to touch, to really, to clearly see and I went in and, you know, I wasn't surprised to find what I found, um, which was a lot of grief related for me. It was clearing. And I found a piece in there and I didn't know what to do with it. I like, didn't know what to do with it. And so I asked my ancestor, what do we do with this? And got this guidance of how to clear it, how to release it and, and to move it kind of through and out of me. And I just want to say, like, I've been doing womb visits to my womb sacred space for over a decade, well over a decade now. And, and clearing is, 
it's an important practice over and over, important practice over and over and over. And, and I do a lot of root clearing without going to this particular landscape. So I want to be clear there. That's reiterate that, right? Which is like these fingertip points and these breathings and these clearings or the visualization and asking or, you know, what is this or what do you need to let this go? These are really great questions to ask oneself. Like, you know, what do you need to let this go? Or please ask a prayer, right? Like, please give me what I need to let this go. Or please bless me, like bring, bring that in and clearing. And so I have done a lot of clearing from this time and this like opening into this kind of womb, not kind of opening into this womb temple space was really profound. I had had a level of of openness and rest and heart space to be able to see and interact with that aspect of myself all in due time. Do you hear a theme here? All in due time, right? I can sit and ground and clear. I've done a lot of clearing. I can do, sometimes I will use my erotic state to clear my pelvic bowl as well, right? And I do that intentionally. I use that energy that it's up, 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 and I clear it out. I clear it out. It's the idea of like a it's like a, it's like a solvent, right? It's 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 a it's a substance. It's an energetic vibrational substance that I'll fill with and then rinse out. And so you can do that with your breath. You can do that with peaceful imagery. You can do that with elements. You can do that by asking and then hearing, right? So another way that we clear is by filling with what we need. It's like a pushing out. You can, you can push out from the other side, right? And so sometimes it's really useful to imagine yourself filling with light or filling with a color or filling with an element or being covered in a bed of roses, um, you know, in those ways and just letting it integrate. So I'm going to kind of wrap up this episode right now for us. Like that's a, a lot for you to work with. And I just want to remind you that when you do the internal work, I really want to invite you to come in with an opening and an invitation. And that if you, if your body is not opening, then that is the opening. I'm going to say it again. If your body isn't opening, that is the opening. You need to take a step back and be with what is revealing itself right then and there. That's the thing that needs to be cleared. That's the thing that needs to be nourished. That's the thing that needs to be listened to. That's the territory of the soul unification revealing itself right then and there. You don't need to blow past it. In fact, you need to back up and get really attentive to it, okay? And make space for that. Okay, that's today. That's today's episode. Sophia Wise one here. Just a pleasure and a blessing to be with you. Oh, I like to end with a vision of the future. So I think I'm going to have a, in the present, I'm going to end with a vision of the future of the present because the future is now. And I'm going to bring in that singing pelvic bowl, that root that I call it, that was another episode, <clears throat> the generative wom wom, which is this energetic core that knows what is generative, what is life-giving, this energetic kind of star heart in our root. And my vision for all of us is we are walking around and our star roots, our generative wom-woms, our stable generative wom-woms are nourishing us, they're feeding us, and they are feeding each other stabilizing each other, that our 
our connection to our root that we have access we are living in a world i am living in a world in which our soul wisdom in our tissues and our body is accessible to our conscious mind and we move at a pace that encourages that connection lifts that connection feeds that connection in ourselves and each other and the 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 system this beautiful incarnated earth time realm that we're in and even in its star seed blooming like next evolution that we're all in the midst of okay now I'll say it. SophiaWiseOne.com. Happy to hear from you. If you have any questions or comments about this episode, please feel free to make a post on social media and tag me or send me an email at connect at SophiaWiseOne.com. I have a book and a deck of cards that I have poured my wealth of knowledge and lifetime of knowledge into. And in that book, I have the tour of, I have like this whole reading in the midst of the tour tour of the quadrants of the pelvic bowl. In that book, I have instructions on how to do internal body work. And in that book, I have 195 practices and 72 teachings that come along with this deck of cards to help you find your way. And so if you don't have your own copy, I invite you to go order your own copy. I love my life manual and guide and deck and academy for calling medicine. Leah says this deck and guidebook are must-haves for seekers, gamers, families, and cosmic classrooms. I'll play the game with anyone, anywhere, any day of the week, and I have, to great results for my relationships with others and myself. So I designed this deck and this book to be played as a game with a group of people or as a daily tool for yourself. So if you haven't gotten your copy go get it and uh, get your lifetime membership to the Academy for Calling Medicine. SophiaWiseOne.com backslash store. And on my website, you can also find out upcoming classes and links for frequency baths and all the other um, good stuff that's happening there. Okay. Blessings on your being and your body and your work and your life. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. (laughs) Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it. And share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia Wise One, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place.
Y'all know you need to hear that, though. <laughs> you know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about Vagina Talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know. <laughs>